Chapter Twenty One of Grace Harlowe's Fourth Year at Overton College by Jessie Graham Flower. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty One: Who Will Win the Honor Pin? After the famous fiction masquerade, a noticeable lull in social activities at Overton ensued. Except for basketball, which always flourished between mid-year and Easter, little occurred to break the studious wave that swept over the college. There was one topic, however, that furnished food for endless discussion, and that was the senior play contest. In the beginning a goodly number of girls had entered the lists, imagining that to write a play was an extremely simple matter. After two or three feeble attempts at writing, the majority of them had given up in disgust, and from all that could be learned there were less than twenty contestants who had persevered. The decision of the judges was to be reserved until after the beginning of the spring term, but the contest closed the Tuesday before the Easter holiday began, and it had been stipulated in the rules that all manuscripts must be in the hands of the judges on or previous to that time. As far as was known, no one from Wayne Hall, save Kathleen West and Elfreda, had entered the contest, and even Patience Elliot was not sure that Kathleen had finished and submitted her play. Several times Patience endeavoured adroitly to lead up to the subject, but Kathleen invariably turned the conversation in other channels. "'Patience can't find out whether or not Kathleen West entered the contest,' observed Grace. A week had passed since the beginning of the spring term, and Miriam, Elfreda, Grace, and Anne were strolling across the campus, enjoying the tender beauty of a late April day. "'I imagine she did,' said Miriam. I have an idea she is likely to win, too. I can appreciate her ability if I can't wax enthusiastic over her disposition. I'm so tired about being asked what my play was about, declared Anne. Everyone seems to take it for granted that I wrote one. I only wish I was clever enough to write a play or even a sketch. The announcement is to be made tomorrow, isn't it? asked Miriam. Grace nodded. Miss Duncan told me yesterday that there had been only fourteen manuscripts handed in. She said at least five of them were really clever. She and the other judges were to meet last night to talk over the matter and make their final decision. It is to be announced at five o'clock tomorrow afternoon in the gymnasium. Didn't you see the notice on the big bulletin board this morning? The girl who wins will stand a chance of having her head completely turned, said Miriam. If she is a senior, her class will bankrupt themselves entertaining her, and if she belongs to one of the other classes, her own class will probably prostrate themselves at her feet in a body, not to mention the general adulation that is bound to come to the winner. Then I hope I win, was Elfreda's calm statement. I know I won't because my play was a comedy, and besides I know someone else whose idea for a play was a hundred times better than mine. Who is it? The question came simultaneously from Miriam and Grace. Elfreda shook her head. I won't say. The person made me promise I wouldn't tell. Then we aren't curious to know, said Grace promptly. Forget that we asked you. Oh, that's all right, assured Elfreda. You'll know soon enough if she wins the honour. What are the last developments in the campus mystery, Professor Holmes? laughed Grace. There aren't any responded Elfreda, shrugging her shoulders. I found what I supposed to be a clue, and careful investigator that I am, ran it down, but it led to nothing. However, I haven't given up. I'll solve the problem yet. 
The noble name of Briggs shall never be associated with failure. Any time before commencement, Elfreda, jeered Miriam, you might keep it as a parting surprise. We shall need something to help bolster up our courage on that last day when the air is rent with goodbyes. That isn't a bad idea, commented Elfreda. Perhaps I will. I wish tomorrow were here. I'm more anxious to know who won the honor prize than I am to discover who is responsible for our mysterious campus house. What are you girls going to do this evening? asked Grace as they reached Wayne Hall and seated themselves on the veranda for a few minutes further chat before going upstairs to get ready for dinner. I'm going to see Ruth and Arlene tonight, announced Anne. Will you girls go with me? I can't, said Miriam regretfully. I have letters to write. I'll go, added Grace. Elfreda alone was silent. And what has J. Elfreda Briggs on her mind? questioned Anne. I can't go. I have another little investigation to pursue, said Elfreda pompously. If it turns out well, I may have something to tell you girls. But that night, when the four chums gathered in Grace's room for a brief social session before retiring, Elfreda shook her head soberly when reminded of her partial promise. I'm sorry, but I didn't say positively that I'd tell you. Then it didn't turn out well. From Miriam. No, replied Elfreda shortly. It didn't. Three pairs of eyes were fixed inquiringly upon Elfreda. I didn't promise to tell you anything, you know, she reminded bluntly. We are well aware of that fact, my dear Miss Briggs, laughed Miriam. But we would appreciate your confidence, and having aroused our curiosity, you ought to do something to satisfy it. All right, I'll tell you, decided Elfreda. I purposely waylaid Kathleen West as she was going out of the house tonight, and walked as far as the library with her. I could see she wasn't yearning for my company, but I wanted to tell her that I knew she was Peter Rabbit at the dance. Well, I told her, continued Elfreda grimly, that I had hard work doing it. She talked about everything under the sun, and wouldn't give me a chance to say a word. And how she did walk! But I kept up with her. I could see she wanted to get away from me. I told her just as we reached the library steps. Elfreda paused. What did she say? asked Grace almost impatiently. She said good night and ran at the library steps like a flash. I don't know whether she was angry or not. I can't see why she should be. Here is something at last that Elfreda can't see murmured Miriam. "'I can see that it'll be a long time before I tell you girls anything again,' retorted Elfreda, but her smiling face belied her brusque words. End of chapter 21